friends, happy Tuesday. I am super excited to bring you my guest today. David Sandstrom is a naturopathic doctor and a biblical health coach. He helps people maximize their health potential so they can look and feel their best at any age. David is an author and the host of the Natural Health Matters podcast, and he is an expert in the spirit-mind-body connection. I so enjoyed my time on his podcast when he interviewed me, and I just had to have him come on here to Treasured Wellness to bring you his wealth of wisdom on whole health, especially the spirit-mind-body connection. David shares some really valuable tips for optimizing your health potential, and he backs it up with scripture, which you know I love so much. He is encouraging us to draw closer to God because when we do, we better understand God's design for our life. Now, I know you are going to get lots of great nuggets from this conversation, and you might want to grab a notebook so that you can jot down some of these little tidbits. But before we jump into this great conversation, with the busy holiday season upon us, like for real, Thanksgiving here in the US is next week, guys. Can you believe that? Man, time just flies. But with us getting into the trenches of the busy season, you really want to be mindful of your energy levels, right? Because you may not want to repeat the same thing as in holidays past. You know, those feelings of overwhelm, irritability, not sleeping well, severe brain fog, low energy, just exhaustion, right? You name it, because if you are burning the candle at both ends, eventually it will catch up with you and you, as well as those that you love and those you are pouring into, will suffer. Is your bucket dry? Because you cannot pour from an empty cup. If you dip your cup into your bucket to refill, what is coming up? Is it a drop? Is it a splash? I have been there, which is why I created the Fatigue Freedom Session to help you uncover what your specific fatigue causes or triggers are so that you can then have a personalized plan to help you reclaim your energy in a simple, sustainable, and doable way. This is not supposed to be hard and overwhelming. It is supposed to be the exact opposite. And you are taking the first step with snagging a fatigue freedom session. You are taking the first step towards building up your energy levels. And it really essentially meets you where you are and helps you move towards where you want to go. So that this year, this season can be different. So if you are ready to improve your energy levels, clear away the brain fog, create healthy habits, and start feeling better right now so that you can thrive during the holiday season instead of just maintaining and surviving, go ahead and grab that link below. Are you a Christian woman over 40 who is struggling with consistently low energy and fatigue? Are you tired of trying to navigate the ever-changing health chatter all around you? And do you wish there was a simple solution to just feeling good? Boy, do I see you and I hear you. Hi, I'm Michelle, and as a holistic health coach and fellow midlifer, I have realized the answer to our whole health concerns isn't in the online search bar, those fad diets, and endless exhausting workouts. Listen, beautiful mama, as the heartbeat of your home, you have spent your life caring for others well. So now is the time to take good care of yourself, get back your energy, and reclaim your entire health during this season. 
So if you are ready to stop striving and start thriving as your healthiest whole self, then you are in the right place. Grab your iced coffee, a notebook and pen, and let's treasure your wellness. Okay, well, welcome back to the Treasured Wellness Show. I'm so happy to have you here. And today I'm super excited to introduce you to my guest. David is a naturopathic doctor and a biblical health coach. He helps people to maximize their health potential so they can look and feel their best at any age. Yes, I'm so for that. He is an author and host of the Natural Health Matters podcast. David is an expert in the spirit, mind, body connection. I am so looking forward to this conversation. I really enjoyed my time on his podcast when he interviewed me, and I just had to have him come on here to bring you his wealth of uh, wisdom on whole health too. So thank you for being here, David. Oh, it's a pleasure. I really appreciate you asking me on, Michelle. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, you and I both share such a love for helping others to really live that optimal life in mind, body, and spirit. You have written an amazing book called The Christian's Guide to Holistic Health, and it has been on my coffee table and bedside table for months. I have really enjoyed reading it at a slower pace, really, so that I can digest it better. I think when we rush through a book, we we get tiny nuggets, but we're not really getting the true meat of it. And that kind of thwarts our change. So I just wanted to ask, like, what brought you to a holistic way of life? And what made you decide to write a book on this topic? Well, thanks for asking that. You know, it's a bit of a long story. You know, I uh, I was into the medical paradigm for many years, even as an adult. And uh, my first experience with any natural health at all was I had a, a gym injury and I hurt my elbow and I went to an orthopedic and all the doctors could do for me was give me uh, anti-inflammatory pills. And I took their pills and it did nothing for me. And they said, well, that's it. I don't have anything for you. I don't know of a surgery that'll help you. So, you know, we're done. And I'm like, well, that's not good. I don't, I don't feel well. This is bothering me. So I looked up on my own. I found a chiropractor and he did a, a technique on me called active release technique. And man, I got relief. It was, it was amazing. I was a huge fan. Um, and then, you know, I kind of forgot about him and went back to my life. And then I had my next problem was uh, uh, chronic sinusitis. And once again, the pills wouldn't fix me. Uh, so I said, you know, I'm going to go back to that, that chiropractor because he was kind of a holistic guy. So I went to him. He's like, yeah, I think I can help you. He says, I don't even think you have sinus infections. I think you have food sensitivities. Why don't we get you off wheat and dairy and let's let's do a, a yeast cleanse because you got on, you know, your guts all messed up from all those pills they gave you. So we did that. And, you know, I'm an airline pilot by trade. I did it for 30, 35 years. I was an airline pilot and pilots follow directions really well. So I did everything he told me to do. And 30 days later, I was a new person. I could breathe again. My energy was back, my mental clarity. And from that point on, I was sold on, on natural and holistic health. Um, then, you know, a few years went by and uh, my next health crisis was uh, chronic Lyme disease. I don't know how I got it. I don't know. I didn't see the tick bite, you know, the, the typical uh, bullseye rash or anything like that. But uh, that's what my diagnosis was nonetheless. And I had chronic fatigue and um, uh, migrating joint pain. It was all the classic symptoms of Lyme disease. And, and uh, the physical alone wasn't helping me. And I was actually a practitioner at this point. And uh, 
I, I realized that I was going to need more. So I started researching the spirit mind body connection. And there really was not a lot written on that. So uh, long story short, I beat Lyme disease naturally. And uh, I wrote the book because that's the book I was looking for when I needed it. So it didn't exist. So I decided to write it. And it is so, so well written. I mean, seriously, I'm not just saying that it's, it is truly checking all of the points that we might think about, but not know how to dig deeper because we just don't know, because like you said, it's not really talked about. Um, So I think that's amazing. And one of the things that you really dive into is the mind and how important our thought life is. I mean, you know, we both agree how important it is to keep our thoughts centered on God and kingdom things so that we don't get caught up in the chaos of the world, right? And give Satan a foothold, which he's always trying to take that foothold. Mm -hmm. Um, But you focus so much on our thought life in your book, which I just, I loved that so much. Can you speak to that amazing power of the mind-body connection? Sure, absolutely. You know, uh, when a pharmaceutical company uh, needs to get or wants to get a new drug approved, they have to prove to the FDA that it's more effective than placebo. Because about 30% of the time when they're doing their clinical trial, the person that gets the sugar pill or the saline injection uh, actually experiences the desired outcome from that uh, purported drug. So there was a there was a doctor uh, is, is a brilliant guy. He's, his name was Dr. Bruce Mosley, and he was an orthopedic surgeon, and his specialty was knee surgery, and he did arthroscopic knee surgery, and his success rate with his patients was about 30%. And, and he said, you know, that's pretty close to placebo. I wonder if all we're really doing here is placebo. You know, is my surgery really helping people? So he, he devised this really clever strategy. It wasn't double blind because the surgeon obviously knew what was going on, but the patient didn't know. They knew they were in a clinical trial, but they didn't know if they're going to get the surgery or not. So the, 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 the control group that didn't get the surgery, uh, he actually made an incision down there on their knee and uh, he had the patient watch a video camera of someone else's knee surgery. And they, they didn't know if it was theirs or not. So if the, he would just go down there and swish some water around and make it sound like he was doing something, but then he just sewed the incision back up and it didn't, didn't perform any surgery. Uh, and then of course, some patients actually got the knee surgery. And a year later, the patients that got the sham surgery actually had less pain and better range of motion than the patients that got the surgery, which is pretty staggering. That wow. was incredible mind-body connection there. You know, there's also the nocebo effect, and that is patients will actually experience the side effects of that drug um, that, that, uh, that they say, you know, that they realize could happen, but they actually got the sugar pill. Uh, so there's an incredible connection there. And rather than trying to deny it or dismiss it, I suggest that we go with that and we and we examine what we believe and what we what what our expectations are. But just imagine this if they were doing a clinical trial. What it, this will never be done because it would be immoral, it's against the law. But what if you told the patient, or you told one of the uh, the people conducting the trial, hey, you can tell people this. Tell them that hey, they're actually getting the sugar pill, they're getting the placebo. But I want you to tell them, hey, by the way. I want you to know, just just between you and me, you're getting the real thing. And the results from this pill have been incredible. 
it's just amazing how effective this drug is and you're getting the real thing. If you told people that, I wonder how many people would actually experience the placebo effect then. It would obviously be higher. But of course, that'll never be done. But it does speak to the to the realization that there is a mind body connection. And it's powerful. And rather than deny it, I, I say we uh, we go with it. And there's, you know, there's things we can do to explore our belief system. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we don't give enough credit to our, the, the mind body connection, for sure, because we simply just don't understand it, even though it's throughout the Bible, like it's, it's really talked about in the Bible. Um, do you have like a, a verse that just pops into your mind when you're thinking about the mind body connection? One of the ones is when, when Jesus said, you know, you've heard, you've heard it said, do not commit adultery. But I tell you, whoever, whoever lusts after a woman in his heart has already committed adultery in his heart. So Jesus is taken away from the physical and he's going into the, the, uh, the spiritual aspect of things. And the, what we believe will actually become reality. So Jesus says, take care of the thought life and the behavior will, will be taken care of automatically. So that's a, a, one of the examples of a transfer from the spiritual and mental emotional to the physical. Yeah, that's that's a really good one. And I know that there's a lot of women that are struggling. My audience is predominantly female. So really, really struggling to believe that God cares about her whole health and that she they he wants her to be healthy in mind, body, soul and spirit. And that can be as a result from upbringing or trauma or various different things that have happened in her life. And not to mention the fact that the enemy is constantly, you know, throwing his darts at, you know, us. So what would you say to the woman listening who is struggling that way? Like, um, how can she help herself to really know that God loves her and cares for her and wants her to be healthy and whole in her mind, body, spirit, and soul? Uh, That's a great question. You know, probably a great place to start would be 1 Thessalonians 5.23. May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved complete. So, of of course, God is concerned about our holiness and our righteousness, but he's also concerned about our wholeness. And he wants to bless the whole person spirit, mind, and body. And that's what, that's what God's concerned with. And that's what we should be concerned with. Um, so there's three parts to a human being. And uh, I, I think that we should uh, focus on all three parts together in unison. You know, when I was a, was a practitioner, uh, I called myself holistic. But before I had Lyme disease, I didn't know what that term meant. I really mm-hmm. didn't. Know. I was natural, but I wasn't holistic. And a uh, real, real quick story, uh, when I was uh, in my mid-20s, it was uh, mid-80s, I was living down in South Florida, and I was a Dolphin fan, Miami Dolphin fan. And at the time, the quarterback was Dan Marino, and the, the head coach was Don Shula. And uh, I heard Don Shula say, you know, the first time I saw Dan Marino play, I said, this guy's got the best arm I've ever seen, and I'm going to build my team around this guy's arm. And that's exactly what I did, and they had the best passing offense uh, in the game probably that that's ever played the game, but as good as Dan Marino was as a quarterback, he doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. They never won a championship because even though they had the passing offense, they didn't have a defense and they didn't have a running game. And you can't win a championship focusing on one part of a great team. And the same is true with our health. You have to focus on all three parts to the human condition if you really want to maximize your health potential. And this is one of the things I say on my show all the time is we maximize our health potential 
by aligning our lives more fully with God's natural design for spirit, mind, and body. Now, it's a mouthful, and I'm in the process of doing a couple of episodes right now on my own podcast, Natural Health Matters, um, on explaining exactly what that means. But we experience a synergy when we deal with the whole person. The spirit is the most important, and when a spirit that's connected to God will animate our minds in healthy ways, and a mind that is animated by a healthy spirit will animate our brains in healthy ways, and the brain runs the body. So in that order, you know, there are people... Uh, practitioners that are of a reductionist point of view that think it, you know, it's really nothing more to a human being than the body. And thoughts come from the chemical arrangement in our brains. Brains don't create thoughts. Our minds create thoughts. Thoughts come from us, our consciousness, our agency. What makes us a sentient being is we have a mind. We have agency. We have the ability to think and make choices. Our mind sends direction to our brains, and the brain runs the body. So, of course, there's a non-conscious portion of the mind that takes care of things like body temperature and respiration and, you know, acid-alkaline balance and all those things. That all goes on in the background. That's our God-given built-in intelligence. We can speak to that a little bit if you want. And uh, that might be part of the answer for, for someone that, you know, wants to embrace uh, godly living and, and as, as a result, experience better health. Yeah. Go ahead and, and touch on that. Sure. Um, so Jesus said, uh, he wants us to abide in him. And when we abide in him, we're going to exude more fruit of the spirit, more love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Who would argue that any of that is not health promoting? It's all health promoting, especially love, joy, and peace. You know, uh, what about uh, what about the last one? Self-control. Would a little bit of self-control go go a long way in your new eating plan? You know, you know, a healthy eating plan. Of course it would. You know, would would love help you out in your in your pursuit of health? Absolutely. We're wired for love relationships. That's the way God made us. You know, God said in, in well, Genesis chapter two, it's not good for the man to be alone. And there's there's studies coming out that are verifying. Uh, what the Bible's been teaching for thousands of years, you know, relationships are important. You know, there's all kinds of studies coming out now uh, post COVID, but there was a couple studies. Um, one was uh, published in uh, Harvard health. And they said that lifetime single men die up to 17 years younger than married men and lifetime single women, 15 years younger. That's a staggering statistic. Um, yeah, it is. And there was another one, uh, also, I think it was Harvard Health as well, that said that uh, loneliness and social isolation, this was before COVID, loneliness and social isolation is so detrimental to our health, it's on par with, it's more, more, more impactful than sedentary lifestyle, obesity, and on par with smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. Wow. So, you know, if you care about your health, take God's advice and value relationships. Get yourself a couple of close friends. You're not going to be close with everyone, you know. There's going to be some people you know that are just acquaintances. But having those tight-knit, close relationships is extraordinarily good for your health. There's studies coming out now that say that uh, it's one of the major risk factors for dementia with older people is if they're alone, uh, if they have friendships, if they have relationships, uh, they're far less likely to develop uh, mental cognition issues. And, and by the way, while I'm thinking of it, 
you know, the studies about the blue zones and people that live to be 100 and the centurions in Okinawa, Japan, and, and these other areas around the world. Well, yeah. researchers are trying to figure out what these people eat. They want to know, well, what are they eating? Well, some of them are eating vegetarian. Some of them are eating carnivore. Some of them are eating, you know, somewhere in between. You know, the French eat all kinds of uh, saturated fat and cheeses and all that. Um, they can't find any pattern to what they're eating. But you know what they do have in common around the world? Strong relationships. Yeah. That's what yeah. the, the centurions have in common. They're connected with other human beings. That's the way we're wired. We are. We, we need community. And after three years of isolation and lockdown and just like it has greatly affected our mental health. And um, so trying to build that back is vital. You know, it's I'm thinking about how every church is online now, but that's not really serving you. It's not serving your spirit. It's not helping your soul. You need to be out there. You need to be going to the church building because you need to be around other believers be around the body of believers because yeah. that will help. I mean, you can still be fed. Sure. Like you can get the message and everything, but to your point of what you're saying, relationships, you know, get out there and, and be around other believers. It really boosts your, your mental health, mm -hmm. which in turn helps your physical. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of the things that I, I couldn't agree more, uh, but uh, a couple of the things I just thought of with the answer to your question about, you know, well, I, you know, I love God and I know he loves me, but, you know, how can my relationship benefit my health? Um, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity to give you a future and a hope. Then, of course, it's John 10, 10, I've account that they might have life and have it abundantly. I believe that life includes vibrant health. Uh, Ephesians 2.10, uh, we created four good works that God prepared beforehand. God wants us to have enough vitality, enough energy, enough mental clarity and, and joy to be able to serve others. That's always part of his life plan for every one of us. Um, and, you know, and then it's my contention that God wants us healthy. You know, sometimes I, I get some raised eyebrows when I when I say that to my Christian friends, like, well, wait a minute, Dave, uh, are you preaching a, a prosperity gospel? And um, it sounds a little bit like name and claim it there, Dave, be careful. I'm like, no, 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 this is not name and claim it at all. This is the word of God. Listen to uh, Proverbs uh, chapter four, verses 20 through 22. My son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your sight. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their body. And then yeah. in the previous chapter, uh, Proverbs chapter three, um, previous, uh, yeah, previous chapter, uh, Proverbs chapter three, verses seven and eight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. That and is so awesome. Yeah, I totally just recorded a podcast episode on those scriptures and yeah. a few others specifically. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, Proverbs uh, 17, 22, a joyful heart is good medicine, yes. but a broken spirit dries the bones. Yeah. All right. So connectedness with God, right? exuding more fruit of the spirit. We don't have to try to white knuckle our, our way into the fruit of the spirit, but we're connected to God. That fruit will automatically show up. You know, we will have more patience. We will have more kindness, more self-control because we got the spirit of God animating us spirit to spirit. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So can you just share some real quick ways of how we can maximize our health potential? Like just some doable 
action. Sure, absolutely. So, you know, as I said earlier, I, I think it all starts with uh, in the spirit because our spiritual connection with God is, is what's most important. And, you know, God loves us enough that he has, he has a great love for us. He has a love that's more than we can fathom. And like any loving parent, God wants what's best for his children. And unlike earthly parents, God is omniscient. He knows everything. He knows the future. Uh, he knows the outcome our choices are going to make before we make them. So and he's trustworthy. So we can conclude that when God gives us an admonition or he tells us to do something, it's for our benefit. And if he gives us a prohibition, uh, it's for our protection. If he tells us to avoid something, he's trying to protect us. We've got to hold on to that. We got to, there's never a time when those two truths aren't applicable. God tells us to do something. He has our welfare in mind. If he tells us to avoid something, it's for our protection. He's, he's kind of like a, a safari guide. If we went on an African safari, uh, we would do well to stick near our guide because he knows the way. Uh, they know where the hazards are. They know where the cliffs are, the dangerous animals. We would do well to listen to our guide. Well, God is our guide in life. So the closer we draw near to him, the better off we're going to be. So when God tells us something like, uh, love your love your enemies, uh, forgive those who have hurt you, uh, keep a, a, loose, a loose grip on the, the things of the world, live below your means, be generous with your finances. All of those instructions, all those admonitions have our well-being in mind. You know, God's not trying to be a cosmic killjoy. He wants to maximize our joy. That's why he's telling us those things. I love that. I love that so much. And I love how you keep going back and encouraging your listeners on your podcast and your, and your readers of the book to go back to taking care of your spirit. You know, I mean, our bodies are a temple of the Holy spirit. So yes, we need to care for them as such. Right. But it's so much easier if we have that close connection with God as our heavenly father, if we have that vertical relationship and our heart is postured towards him and following him and allowing him to lead us, it is so much easier. And I agree. It is, it's vital that we understand this piece. And that's why I put it first in my program as well. It's important that we understand that God really does love us and he wants good health for us. So everything you're saying is just so, so amazing. Would you leave our listeners with a word of encouragement, a treasured truth? Sure. Um, one of the simplest things that we can all do, and this is totally free, is to, to practice diaphragmatic breathing. Mm. A lot of people, if you notice, and I, I've looked on, on television, you see these uh, experienced actors and actresses, they'll do chest breathing. And maybe it's because they're under so much stress with the cameras running and everything. But when people get stressed, when we get stressed, we tend to breathe with our, ch our chest rises when we, when we breathe in. That's not natural. So we want to align our lives more fully with God's natural design. God's natural design for our bodies is to breathe with your diaphragm. If you, if you look at a, a newborn baby and they're lying on their backs with just a diaper on, you'll see their diaphragm rise as they inhale and the diaphragm will drop when they exhale. And for a lot of us, that's counterintuitive, but that's the way we're designed. That's what the way we're made. And when you do that, you catch yourself chest breathing and you say, wait a minute, I'm, I'm going to practice this watching my diaphragm rise 
as I breathe in and then down as I breathe out, there will be a sense of calm that, that will uh, just, just flow over you uh, that, that will really, really be beneficial, especially when you're feeling stressed. So it's free, uh, but it takes practice. If you, you'll catch yourself breathing the wrong way when you're tense, I promise you, you will. Uh, but if you can do that, it will bring a sense of peace. And when we can activate our parasympathetic nervous system, the rest and digest side of our, our nervous system, that's when our bodies do more of their healing and repairing. And we, we build more health that way. So that's, that's one thing that we can do. I love that one thing because it is so true, especially women. We're just always in this uh, go, go, go mentality. And we don't stop to think about our breathing. And this is something I talk with my clients a lot about too. And yeah, even if you're just sitting in your car and you've just got out of traffic and you're stopped in front of the grocery store, instead of darting out the door and running in, just take a few minutes to breathe. Mm. to really, truly breathe. And you will feel your shoulders come down. You will feel some peace come back to you. You know, you'll, you'll be able to get out of that sympathetic dominant state yes. that so many of us are living in and it's not serving us. It's not helping us at all. Right. Well, you know, it's part of the stress response is part of who and what we are, but we're designed to move into stress and then back out of it. We're never, we were never designed to stay in stress with elevated cortisol and stress hormones all the 24 seven. That's not part of our design. So some stress is good. Exercise is good. Uh, you know, extended fasting can be good, but it's stressful. So we need to pull in and we need to re, uh, push in and then pull out of stress. That's the way we're made. Yep. That's it. Cause when we are living under that constant fight or flight or freeze, you know, you're right. Like it affects our adrenals massively. Like that's a great recipe of throwing yourself into a, adrenal dysregulation and, and it's just not serving you at all. And, um, I mean, I lived it and a lot of my clients have lived it and, you know, they're getting out of that and it's just knowing the tools of getting out of it. And so that's why your book is so helpful because it's literally chock full of, mind, body, spirit, soul connection. And you have got scripture all throughout this book. I mean, it is crazy. I don't think I've ever seen a book with, you know, even a Christian book, especially a Christian book on health with so much scripture. So I personally loved that. I just was studying it. Like, I just love it. And, and so much again, of what you talk about, like, I do as well. We're so aligned with that, but it was just, I highly recommend um, people go out and get David's book, The Christian's Guide to Holistic Health. It is amazing. It is going to be one of those books that you want to gift someone else. I, I really believe that. So thank you so much, David. I could um, keep you on for another hour and, and I would love to have you back sometime um, because we just have so much. I feel like we've just scratched the surface today. It's true. That is absolutely true. You know, I just want to say about the book real quick. It's a 325 page book and it's not a light read. It is, it is pretty heavy. It's more like cheesecake, but there's short chapters. There's 45 chapters and there's actually a chapter summary at the end of each chapter. You can read the bullet points. And if that doesn't sound of interest to you, you can skip that one. But if it does read the whole chapter and you, you could read one chapter a day and have it done in 45 days. So it's not so bad if you take it in bite-sized chunks. 
That's it. That's right. Well, I have enjoyed our conversation so much. Thank you so much for joining me today. David, will you share how our listeners can get in touch with you? Sure, absolutely. Uh, my website is davidsandstrom.com. That's D A V I D S A N D S T R O M. Dot com. And uh, my podcast is the Natural Health Matters podcast. You can obviously find that on my website or anywhere you listen to podcasts, Natural Health Matters. And you can send me an email directly at david at davidsandstrom.com. I'll, I'll reply for sure. Great. Thank you so much. This has been so awesome. Thanks for coming, David. Thank you for having me on, Michelle. It was a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, friend. I hope it challenged you, encouraged you, and stretched you in some way. If it did, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who has been praying for a breakthrough in her whole health? Also, it would bless me so much if you would pop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick review to let me know how much you are liking the content and to help other women just like you find the show. Treasured Wellness can also be found on Christian Mix 106 and Radio Free America online streaming radio stations. So check out those two amazing platforms. One more thing, come on over to our Facebook community, Holistic Health for Christian Women Over 40. I would love to see you there. Until next time, remember, you are a beautiful treasure.